0: Okay, welcome to the Angel Wing LLC. This is Sachin Karnik here from the QTP program. We are again, very happy to have Dr. Elizabeth Berman, who's a psychologist in Wilmington, Delaware. She is going to be talking to us about uh, awareness as well as what dialogue can be all about. And she's gonna talk about the mind and observation. Some interesting thoughts about this. We have Sunday evening dialogues to better understand how to prepare even for a dialogue or what it really might be. And Dr. Berman is going to share her perspective on it Uh, And uh, so we'll get started with that. So, Dr. Berman, you attended the dialogue yesterday on the 20th of June, uh, 2021. Um, If you could give your reflections on what is your perspective on dialogue, Uh, and I just want to put the caveat that there is no one perspective on even what dialogue can be. It it is it is as there are as many diversion perspectives as there are different from people. Uh, But but in, in a nutshell. It is an attempt to become aware of the content of the mind. So maybe you can uh, elaborate on that, please.
1: Thank you, Sachin. Um, Last night was my first time participating in this process. And um, I was lucky enough to do it with you and Dr. Chaitna and a group of people who have been meeting once a week for i think 4 months you said mm-hmm. and so i was a newbie in the experience and um very interested in the experience but more so interested in my reactions to what i was experiencing so catching that moment of an experience and then immediately being aware of, okay, what's my reaction and what's my experience, which was very helpful. Uh, but it took me some time reflecting on what was going on before I, I even became aware of that. Um, so, in talking with you a little bit after uh, having the experience of the session, I distilled what, what I was experiencing to, so this is a a process or a means of using the mind to witness what's going on in the mind. And, um, That's a very powerful thing, and there are different ways of doing it, and this is my first experience of this particular way. Um, Okay, so I can speak a little bit more. One of the things that I was aware of was being, what I reacted to was the energy I was experiencing both from the words that were being offered by other people and also the energy in between the spaces of the words and trying to integrate that into a way that I could then contribute to or give back to what I was taking from the group in terms of my experience of it.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. So the dialogue, there's a couple of background points about it. The purpose of the dialogue is to be able to listen attentively to each person and to yourself so that we can listen and communicate at the same level with the same intention. For example, yesterday, the question was about positive energy there were various individuals yesterday who said that energy is negative or positive, negative, positive, continuum. Your statement was very much about the fact that energy is neutral and it can be expensive or contracted. Again, there are two different viewpoints on that. Now, they may be different viewpoints, but again, to listen attentively to what that means and then to probe that further can bring about a realization of the nature of energy want to say something about, about this?
1: Yes. So for me, what came up was in order to do this in a way that I thought I would be capable of doing it in, in, in a sense of not just looking at my own experience of witnessing the group, but actually being putting energy into the group through my input. That a critical factor in that is to be able to be aware of what's being said and to be aware of my reaction to it. Because the energy of the words will, trigger I'm going to say energy in me and that energy can be an energy of judgment that energy can be an energy of defensiveness that energy can be an energy of openness of oh, I never thought about it that way Right. that energy can be any number of things but for me to be able to concentrate closely enough to what I'm going to go back to my science now, what is the stimulus, what are the words that are being offered, and what is the response internally within me, and to be able to discern what's outside and what's in my mind.
0: That is an extraordinarily beautiful way to understand dialogue. That is exactly what we're trying to do. And it just it's a. I mean, as I'm listening to you right now, it just is a testament to the fact of how evolved you really are, Elizabeth. <laughs> you know, because because this is not something that can easily be understood by any means. Uh, to to genuinely listen to the question itself. For example, yesterday we were, the question was posed: What is positive energy? The first thing that the participant who was doing the inquiry stated that she was trying to practice this daily on a daily basis. I heard the statement. And, I, and then I asked her a, an additional question, as you remember, is positive energy the result of a systematic practice? That was my next thing that I mentioned to her. And I don't know if other, I'm not sure how other people heard that, but wait a minute, that makes a person kind of ask themselves, okay, I'm doing this, 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 this is Is this a result? Or is it something that is not a result perhaps but it is a it's it's already there that is just opening. Is that what it is? Is it dormant? Or there's another possibility that it is people who are religious oriented, that is a grace of God. He gives you the positive intelligence or positive energy or something. Religious people might say some some grace that has dawned on so that the mind has become clear and open. Many, many possible answers could be there. But the purpose of the inquiry is for the person doing the inquiry to genuinely ask themselves. Am I looking for a result here? What is it that I'm doing here? your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, there's nothing about what you said that I disagree with. And, And I'm aware of how many layers of understanding there are in the human mind. You know, over the years, you hear something perhaps many times, and you'll say, wow, I never heard that. I never understood it in that way, or I never heard that particular part of it before. Yes. And um, in exploring that, what I understand is that my um, the part of my mind that's just always generating thoughts. Yes. When I that when I just observe, not judge, not do anything with it, but just observe. I can see the nature of the workings of my mind. That's and it. That That's it. gets in the way of being present to what's going on in the moment. And whether we call it the eye or whether we call it attachment to identifying with the body and the thoughts, that are generated by the the body's natural response to sensation yes. and sensation objects, and can create an illusion that this is the world, this is the real world. Like, for instance, my my hurt feelings that then turn to anger can create a world in which people say awful things to hurt me and they're villains and I'm a victim. Right, Exactly. That's not the case. That's letting my mind take me down a rabbit hole of what just happened instead of directly experiencing.
0: Yes, that is very, very beautiful. And that is what we're trying to in a sense, accomplished through dialogue. The other thing about about meditative dialogue, that's what we're calling it. It is an opportunity for everybody to be on the same playing field, without a hierarchy. Uh, There There are no experts. There's no expert because we're just meeting together as friends, as human beings, as energetic beings, let's say, or as energy beings in an attempt where we are posing a question that is posed by the moderator to discover truth as opposed to start with any prefixed conclusion of what that truth might be. Your thoughts on this? Yeah, it's
1: very well said. It seems to me that anybody who's asked themselves the question, why am I here in a human body? What's the meaning of this life for me ends up in this place of needing to have some means to one, figure out, get some education around the mind and how the mind works, and then take the information and turn it into knowledge by actually observing my own mind, because before I do that, it's just parroting something someone's told me.
0: Exactly, 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 and hence the question for inquiry in the dialogue is posed for wisdom rather than mere intellectual debate.
1: Yes, and I would discern three levels here. One, intellectual debate or facts that are given to me, that if I begin to explore that within the context of how my mind works with that information, it turns into knowledge. Then by living with that knowledge as diligently as I can live with it, i.e. being aware of how my mind works instead of just being aware of the thoughts. That's when it becomes wisdom.
0: Which is, again, a distinction between trying to obtain wisdom versus allowing wisdom to naturally awaken. Yes. So
1: I guess that's, that's, you know, in science, we always have assumptions in order to execute the scientific method. You just assume certain things. And that's a consensus within the scientific community, right? right.
0: Exactly.
1: Because we can't prove anything in sci- with the scientific method. Well, there's a
0: worldview, there's a paradigm, and then there's these paradigm exactly. shifts and things like that. Yeah.
1: So in some senses, we're using ourselves, which is the only thing we have really unlimited access to, to explore, you know, who am I, the, the the answer to that question with what we've been given. And, you know, I don't know, I guess it depends upon the way you approach it, but as human beings we have so much more potential than we can most of us are actually using yes and and I know you know I'm not going to be a prima ballerina for the Russian ball or the Bolshoi ballet or even American <laughs> ballet theater you know I'm far too old or whatever um, but those, men and women train for hundreds and thousands of hours to get to that level of proficiency yeah. so it makes sense to me same thing with you know expert pianists expert tennis players expert golfers um it requires a dedication and a discipline and i think that certainly in my experience of my culture, the only way I was taught to use my mind in a disciplined way was to memorize things.
0: Yes, and yes.
1: there were a few unbelievably great teachers who kept challenging me to integrate what I had already been exposed to. Exactly. But it wasn't until I, began to a very serious inquiry to who am i that i began to understand that my mind that faculty was given to me with enormous potential and i wasn't using all of it for to use the mind to observe what the mind how it works so that was the only way that I could move from thinking to understanding that I was I was observing the thoughts so the observer the awareness was so much greater than the mind which was generating the thoughts yes which was for me, a profound awakening.
0: Yes, exactly. And that is what uh, Angel Wing is attempting to do with those who are really interested in self-mastery inner awakening to use these modalities to do just that. Now, i want to ask you a little bit further about this. When questions are posed in dialogue, you know, we had almost two months of what is love. We were going into that in so many, just so many different ways. One way to think about the dialogue process is that the quote answer, which is not necessarily a verbal statement, but it's an inner realization. The quote answer or the inner inner realization to a posed question is actually hidden within the question itself. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. So the process of dialogue and then leading to inquiry, like we just had a brief glimpse of it yesterday, the process of inquiry allows the mind of the one Who's performing the inquiry to obtain a better view of itself?
1: Yes. So when you said the answer is contained within the question, there, um, I remember years and years and years ago when I was still in graduate school taking a course in um, the philosophy of science. And that that statement was posed. So I've been pondering that statement from different perspectives in a very, very, for a very long time. So just simply the words we use when we pose a question accesses everything we're aware of. Well, I don't know everything, but what we're aware of in terms of our wanting to know more. So, in actually, and I remember just in taking, deconstructing a question and looking at the question itself, looking at the words in the question to try and find the answer within the the words themselves. What what I've learned since then is to think about things not so much as things, but as energy. What energy is there? And that has been much, that has been very fruitful for me to look at Mm -hmm. not just the words per se, but the energy in the words. And and something as simple as, oh, right, that, yeah, I get you, right? That could be very sarcastic, that statement. It could be very complimentary. It could be, pretty neutral, you know, I like you and I get what you're saying. So that's what I mean by going into the energy that the words are carrying, not just words and my association with the meaning of those words.
0: Yes, beautifully stated, not just that, not just the association of the meaning of the words, but we're going into the depth of, of the energy. So I have some questions for you about that. The dialogue process is where it is a platform, for individuals to come together in each other's presence. Of course, we're doing it online now, but maybe in the future we can have some personal way of doing it uh, if, if in some place. The purview of dialogue allows for participants to reach a state of natural intensity around the question. What to ask you about this. You, and again you need more time to do that one hour is not enough it's almost like by the time you get to 45 minutes or so it's almost with all with all that background we're
1: almost beginning right the beginning
0: at that point yeah and it almost really seems to me you almost need like half an hour of traditional meditation before you even start the dialogue and then, <laughs> and then go into uh another 45 minutes of just getting warmed up and then and then that natural intensity begins to show up within the group possibly So I was, when you
1: first said it, I was thinking about it um, in terms of the individuals in the group that perhaps each person in the group would have a different natural intensity at any one moment in time. So depending upon how present I am in the dialogue and how as opposed to how much of me is distracted by a stressful event that I'm thinking about while I'm trying to participate in the group.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: so that's a very interesting phrase, the natural intensity yes. right, of the individual's ex- energy in this Di- the dialogue on any question because yes. some questions are going to be more loaded and by loaded I mean affect some people differently right some people might be defensive around a certain topic other people might be um I don't know have a lot of energy around that topic and and have an opportunity to kind of let all that out
0: yeah. Exactly.
1: So that's a very, I think, important variable that I hadn't really considered until you brought it up, this natural intensity.
0: Which, which speaks very much to the whole notion that energy is neutral and it can be contracted or expanded based on the direction it is given.
1: Not only the direction it is given, but the history of the person receiving it.
0: Yeah. Yes. And and so in the dialogue, there is the act of listening. And in the act of listening to others, there is the viewing within oneself. So as somebody is talking on the outside, if I'm doing an inquiry, I am setting the intention that I want to listen very intently and carefully to what is being conveyed to me. So and look within and see what reaction or what is occurring within myself. Yes,
1: and I would offer to you um, my gratitude for your repeated reminder of that during last night's session, because I, from my own experience, a way, the way in which I was socialized and, and educated, I would say, the formal education was that some a question would be posed or a statement would be given and my tendency and I'm not going to call it a natural tendency I'm going to call it a conditioned tendency okay. which to stop listening after a certain point and start formulating my response exactly so there is the call in this technique in this experience to go against, I think, a very strong habit of the mind. And perhaps one of the realizations in this process is to recognize, whoa, I got neural network, whether you use the term neural networks in my brain, but certain things are firing inside of me, yeah. and it's almost like I I didn't have any control. I didn't want to stop listening, but here I am already with my whole answer before they've stopped talking.
0: Yes, so yes.
1: discipline that's required to keep your mind focused on what's coming in and what the mind, how the mind is responding.
0: Which is exactly what is meant by choiceless awareness or that produces, or maybe we can say what is moving into the state. The mind is evolving into a state of choiceless choiceless awareness.
1: Yeah, right. and I would say it only becomes choiceless after years and years of discipline. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. it's the most. It's it's the golden ring of life.
0: It, it, it's it's the golden ring because it, uh, just, again, I'm just again okay, we're using words even talking about this. The this awareness, at least in whatever uh, my own this own personal journey with this body, there there it, it is a tr- phenomenal freedom, <laughs> freedom like none other. Yes, yes. Because, because it, it, the dialogue is a, is a phenomenal opportunity for one who wants to take it to genuinely probe the depth of the mind. Yes. And, and
1: to understand that we are perfectly created in a way that we can do this. However, I would offer to you, it is one of, the, one of the most, probably the most challenging task I have ever taken on in my rather long life, but it is so worth it.
0: It is worth it. And, and if even 50 people, forget the numbers, whatever the number of people it might be, if there is genuine looking probing and there is that tenacity to take this on because it does require courage to truly look within. Then, a hypothesis in in my mind is that the mind gains tremendous strength from it.
1: I would yeah I I would because I I come from that different framework of everything is energy. Yes. I would say the mind becomes disciplined.
0: It becomes naturally disciplined. Without a reactionary effect of the discipline, yeah, isn't it so?
1: Yes, and and for me, the logical logical conclusion of this, or the the cherry on top of the you know sundae, yes. is that I no longer have to identify myself as this body and this mind. Yes, I can trust. That my awareness transcends all of that, exactly. and the potential within that awareness is—I exactly. perhaps infinite. I don't know what really infinite is, yes. but
0: yes, yes, it's yes. It's so
1: powerful.
0: It's so powerful. And the assumption that we're making is that each human being has that potentiality available uh, in the human oh. frame. I would say that over the years of
1: contemplating, why would anybody say humans are the crown of creation? It seems like many other animals are more loving and kind and respectful or whatever. It's this very ability to be aware and to understand that the awareness is not contained within any
0: form. Yes, exactly, exactly, because the awareness is is shining or dawning upon the mind, as opposed to the mind trying to get to it through a, a sequence of steps through, using its own limitations. Yes.
1: How <laughs> sweet is yeah, that? <laughs> so, so I have to tell you that I have a, a client in five minutes. Okay,
0: that's fine. So... Whatever you do, don't discuss this with this this client. I'm I'm just kidding. (laughs) I just want to just ask you, it'll just take two more minutes here. The dialogue culminates, this is the theory at least in dialogue, the dialogue can potentially culminate into a meditative quality for the whole group or even for an individual, where that meditative quality is not something that the ordinary mind reaches. Because we are probing into the nature of the mind, using the dialogue and the energies within the mind, so it is an opportunity for the mind to evolve from its own patterns, or from within its own patterns, into something much greater.
1: Yes. So, and I would offer to you that my experience of focused groups is that the sum is or the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Yes. So perhaps there's one person who's just in a very clear state, denied of the dialogue and yes. whatever. That the quality of their vibration, you know, yes. the, the their presence, their words, their input raises everybody else's.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: yes. So yes it's like if if I had a tissue, right? And then I poked one finger up, right? That would mean if two fingers come up and three fingers come up and four oh. and five, right? The whole, the, the tissue now, the whole of the group is at a much higher level. Yes. Right? And so to do this in a group, although it may be more work in some ways, because maybe we'll get triggered. Are they going to understand me? Why didn't they li- You know, all of those personal kinds of reactions you can have that you need to bypass. Good to know. Good to know my mind does this. This is the way my mind works. However, to be able to be open in the group in an authentic way. Yes, yes. Has the potential to raise it everybody's vibration That's your it. own included
0: we could not have said it better it is truly a blessing for me to have had this conversation with you dr berman it just it just substantiates again how amazing and enlightened enlighten yeah. that, that, that is there already it's not about your ego i'm not trying to boost your ego or or just trying to promote it's not like that it's a, it's a this is this is a fact i mean i have gone through these dialogues for many many years in multiple ways uh in, in my opinion in my estimation. Uh, there you are at a very very high stage to be able to directly connect with this so rapidly so quickly uh, th- that is a um blessing for everyone for the whole of humanity actually uh because it's it just begins with all of us even if it's 5 10 15 people it's not about numbers it's about quality uh you know so so i want to thank you uh for spending this precious time i know you have to go but we will pick up on this next time please do join us for dialogue we would love to have you and and you get your insights on this and then these podcasts can continue because now we can see the intensity of it, where it is going. I was even impressed really with a lot of what people had to say even what that that person doing the inquiry how she was looking at all of this herself that was quite interesting you know so
1: yeah I I thanked her for yeah. her just stepping up in in the in her transparent way it was yeah. so cool. amazing
0: yeah definitely all right Dr. Berman I know you have to go thank you very much we look forward to more podcasts with Dr. Elizabeth Berman. thank you all very much.